Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, fellow travelers of leadership. Welcome to another episode of Today's Conversations on Leadership, powered by Life University. I'm Dr. Jill Lamarche, your host. It is my honor and pleasure today to uh, welcome a young man that I've known for a little over a decade, I believe, a powerful young man. He graduated from uh, Life University in 1998 as a chiropractor. He practiced in New York from 1999 to 2006. In 2006, he decided to uh, make a move across the country and relocate in San Diego, California. He has served on the executive board of the New York Chiropractic Council. He is the past president of the California Chiropractic Association. He's currently the second vice president of Chiro Congress. Uh, while in San Diego, he served on the board of directors of the San Diego Senior Games Association, which is basically the Seniors Olympics. I would qualify for that. I look forward to participating in the near future, probably in 2022, in my first master's track and field 400 meter race. But for now, it's my pleasure to welcome uh, Dr. Brian Stenzler, who just recently has moved from San Diego back to the East Coast and now residing in Tampa, Florida. Dr. Stenzler, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Dr. Marsh. It's so great to be here. Such an honor. Well, I know that the last time we had an opportunity to break bread together in California, you were uh, working at completing a book that I think I see in, the, in your background to, your, to the right of your shoulder, and you may have a copy right there with you. Yeah, you go. Wellness. And so my first question for you, Dr. Stenzler, would be, what does it take to be a leader in this wellness revolution, whether a doctor, a coach, a teacher, a parent, what's it gonna take for us to change the health of America, maybe starting with our children? We could probably talk on this topic for about four hours. Uh, you know, the first thing you need more than anything else probably is grit. You know, you've gotta have thick skin, you've gotta have willpower, uh, you've gotta have knowledge. And uh, you've got to have focus and values. And I think it always starts with a purpose statement. So when somebody has a purpose, especially if it's bigger than themselves, uh, that can be a driving factor for any leader to go ahead and make it through because leadership is not a popularity contest. I think anybody that's listening who's done anything in leadership, had any leadership roles, uh, or if they're thinking about being a leader, know that you're not always going to be the most popular person on campus. There are a lot of arrows thrown at you. Uh, no matter what you do, uh, the worst is when people that were your followers and your friends and the people that supported you all along, when they get disappointed in you. Uh, and having the grit means making the decisions that are not always the most popular decisions or that seem to be the decision that's going to make everyone happy, but making the decision that's in alignment with the values and the purpose of whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's an organization or whether it's your family. So just like, you know, whether it's... Uh, Punishing your child, you know, or having some form of discipline or whatever it is, however you get your child to do what it is that you want them to do. No parent wants to do that. They say, I do that because I love you, right? Nobody wants to make their child cry, right? Or be an impact with the child crying, but you make those decisions. And the same thing is if you're running an organization, you don't want the employees, you don't want the members, you don't want the other board members, the executive directors, you don't want them crying, but sometimes you have to do what might seem unpopular at the time and push through it because otherwise the vision doesn't come to fruition and the purpose and the values just go by the wayside. So I know that you are on a personal mission to change the healthcare paradigm 
in this country, if not around the globe. Uh, the reason for Dream Wellness, the book that you've recently published, I think just last week. Yeah, just it just launched yesterday, actually, and hit a uh, national bestseller. Three categories. Fantastic! Congratulations. Thank you. So let's let's have you talk about that. I mean, you're on a totally different path. You know, you've you've gone from being a practicing chiropractor and now really on a on a bigger mission. You know, not just your practice members, but really looking at the country and potentially the planet to actually shift how people think so you can shift how people behave so people can have better outcomes and we can have better outcomes as a society. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly right. You know, I've been practicing, as you said, since I graduated in 98 and practicing in New York since 99 and then San Diego. Had two very successful practices in New York, three very successful wellness centers and practices in San Diego. And as many people as we served there, the reach was still just not enough. Uh, I would see children coming in you know, taking lots of medications, dealing with lots of different problems, ADD, ADHD, eczema, ear infections, allergies, you know, pregnant mamas not doing what they could be doing to support a healthy pregnancy. And I just felt that the impact wasn't enough. And so I started jotting down about 12 years ago, I just started jotting down things as though I was going to write a book. And I had hoped that I can get 40 or 50 pages out. I didn't want it to be a pamphlet, right? Um, you know, what do I have to say? And so I, I would go several days, I would write several days in a row, and then I wouldn't write again for months at a time. And I knew that the information that I had was important, but it did not have the same sense of urgency until COVID-19 hit the world. And that's when I said, you know what? I have information, we have information that can change the lives and change the shape of our children's lives in the future. So... I, I had a publisher reach out to me and said, have you ever thought about writing a book? You have a story to tell. And I said, interesting that you say that. I've been working on it for, at that point, it was like a decade. Um, so yes. And so I signed on with the publishing company and uh, wrote pretty much every day for the past year and a half in between patients and all the other board opportunities, all the other leadership roles that I have. Um, I don't know how I got it done, but it took a lot longer than expected. Hardest thing I ever did. But now I have an opportunity to get this message out here out there so this way parents can actually act like the CEOs of their families and lead. See, children, what's one of the favorite games to play is follow the leader. So I want to encourage and inspire parents to be the leader they want their children to follow. So the book just lays out the entire wellness lifestyle so that these people, so people don't have to live by chance, they can live by choice. They don't have to blame their woes in life on the bad luck, bad germs, and bad genes, but they can make better choices and not live a life of mediocrity anymore. So that's kind of where the purpose of the book is. And I even wanted to chunk it down even easier because, you know, at first I was afraid I wouldn't get 40 pages. Um, well, I ended up being 460 pages. This is a pound and a half. Um, I asked the publisher if they could make the book bigger so it's not as thick because that could be intimidating. Um, but what I did was I created the, the number one lifestyle assessment tool that it's about 85 to 90 questions all about somebody's lifestyle. It asks, it doesn't ask about BMI, it doesn't ask about blood pressure, it doesn't ask about heart rate, it doesn't ask about cholesterol levels. Not that those aren't important, but I wanna know why is your cholesterol the way it is? Why is your BMI what it is? Why are your relationships strained with your family? So it asks questions all about your lifestyle and it gives a score. It lets us know basically, if you think of like a, a mobile phone, you know, you see the battery charge. I wanna know if your battery is charging or depleting. And this score, the report that you get instantly, which is free, will walk you through the book. So if you don't want to read the book cover to cover, which I hope everyone does, 
You can actually read what you need to read in about 20 minutes and make substantial changes in your life so that you can lead your family properly and not be overwhelmed with the amount of pages in the book. Simple, easy way to implement the steps into your lifestyle. I mean, great to share that, obviously, with, with parents you know, across the country. And would the information that's there also be applicable, let's say, to a leader of a corporation or to the health and wellness coordinator of a corporation? Um, you know, could they read that book and help their employees with strategies that would allow them to be healthier, maybe miss less days at work, be more productive while they are at work, be happier when they're at work and be happy when they get home? Yeah, 100%. In fact, when I originally started writing this book, I was writing it to CEOs. I've been a member of a CEO mastermind group for the past seven years, um, an organization called Vistage. And so that was something that I was working on because we do talk about, even in this book, um, presenteeism, absenteeism, ergonomics, all those different things. Uh, so one thing that employers need to realize is that their employees, including themselves, are often parents. So if their kids are not healthy, if they're missing school because of an ear infection or fever or cough, well, one of those parents at least is confined this work. And, or they're going to be getting calls from the school nurse or something like that and you have to leave. So that's going to lead to presenteeism and absenteeism right there in itself. Uh, so from that aspect of kids, yes, that's huge. But the tools that are in the book, 90% of the book will be written to any human being that wants to be healthier, that wants to take advantage of, uh, you know, the greatness of what the body's innate potential is by making sure that we live within those five facets of the wellness lifestyle, being diet, relaxation, exercise, being an adjustment and mental wellness. So whether somebody has kids or not, if they're in the workforce, they darn well better be living that dream lifestyle. So this way they can neutralize and avoid the chemical, physical, and emotional stresses of life that causes people to create dis-ease over time. I like what you just said, because it, uh, the thought that popped into my mind was the first person you must lead is you, right? Each one of us must first lead ourselves so that we can be great examples, no matter who the example is set for, whether it is for our children. In my case, my children, my grandchildren, and obviously here at Life University, you know, the teams that I lead. So um, I thank you for for doing that work. I thank you for you know, spending, I'm sure, hundreds of hours putting that information together into the book. So how can people get the book? I'm, I'm assuming it's available on Amazon, but if you want to show the title again so that our, our listeners, our viewers... Can- it is on Amazon. It's called Dream Wellness, The Five Keys to Raising Kids for a Lifetime of Physical and Mental Health. The next book will probably be Dream Wellness, The Keys to Running Your Corporation for CEOs. That'll be the next book in the future. Um, so I already had that in mind when I wrote this. And they could go to Amazon.com and just type in Dream Wellness and find it. Or they could explore more about it and just go to DreamWellnessBook.com. And they could see all the information that they need to see. There's lots of bonuses on that website. And then that will direct them to the webpage uh, on Amazon. Or they could purchase it right through our web portal as well. Well, thank you for joining us today. Any closing comments for our guests, for our audience, rather? The time now to make a change in your life is now. Everything that you have in your life pretty much as a result of your past. Everything you're going to have in your future is a result of what you do right now in this moment. So this right now could be the change to be the leader that you want to be. Well, Dr. Stenzer, thanks again once uh, for, for joining us and uh, wish best wishes to you as you continue this journey of service for humanity. Look forward to the next time we get to uh, break bread together. Thank you, sir. Looking forward to that. Thank you.